All right, we just started the show and messed it up, and now we're doing it again. Happy New Year! Hey. Happy New Year! Yeah. Oh no! Uh, what working. is it? March? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're back again. Yeah, we're back again. Um, yeah. So this is our first regular podcast of 2015. Yeah. It is April 1st. <laughs> uh, no, it has been a little while, but uh, yeah, we're here For good and reason. we're uh, we're doing the thing. Um, my name is Kevin. I'm Kelly. I'm Nick. I'm Jared. And uh, yeah, welcome to the Big Planet Comics podcast. This one will not be two hours and 45 minutes long like the last two. We should definitely keep it under that. Yeah, we'll keep it under that for sure. Just two hours. Just two hours. Um, yeah, so what, what was I going to say? I do not know what episode number this is. Oh, no. One. 29 or 130 i believe yeah or 131 or 132 yeah sounds about right <laughs> uh it yeah. is an episode it is an episode i know it's over 100 that's all i know <laughs> yeah it's true um yeah so what's been going on with with you guys we didn't talk about any of that stuff during the best of the year so what's been going on for the last month, month? Uh, don't even know <laughs> you guys have a good christmas yeah. for example a good christmas. Sure. yeah oh i got dragon age which is awesome <laughs> yeah talk about that i got dragon age. uh yeah it's the third one in the series i also bought the first two and i never made it through the second one so there's a lot of like stuff that is popping up in this game that makes me wish I'd played the second one. But it's really fun. I'm digging it. I want to play it right now. <laughs> Let's all go home. Jared, Jared just yeah. left. <laughs> what about you, Nick? What have you been doing? Uh, I've been watching a lot of Boardwalk Empire. Oh, yeah. What season I are you decided on? I wanted to watch all of it. Uh, I'm in the middle of uh, season four, so I'm kind of oh, almost my. done. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, there's five, right? Yeah. 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 Uh yeah, the end of season three was amazing. Don't tell me. The... Don't tell me. Oh really? I'm on season two. Yeah, don't tell anybody. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Come on. Right? There's a great thing with uh, Richard. Which, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. was great. He's one of my favorite characters. What about you, Callie? He dies in season three. No, I'm sure he does. <laughs> Bye. Um, I I did a yeah. I accidentally watched all of season <laughs> one. No, it was a total accident. It was a fluke. I watched all of season one of Broadchurch, which is a phenomenal British. Oh, I heard it accidentally. Really good. No, because I That's was like, I'm gonna I'm watch. I'm gonna watch an episode while I eat dinner, and then I finished, and I was like, you know what? I'll just watch one more, and then I'm like, you know what? This thing is six episodes long. I can do that, and it's eight episodes long, and it was like four. <laughs> hey, nothing wrong with that. But it was great. great. Everyone yeah. should do it. Maybe not all at once. Though. I think I watched all of season three of Boardwalk Empire in like a day and a half. Mm. Oh my god, that's intense. <laughs> Um, what have I been doing? I uh, started another podcast. Yep. Woo. Yeah, called Ep by Ep, where I'm watching uh, every episode of Buffy with my roommate, Brooke. And uh, she's never seen it before. I'm something of a Buffy fanatic. <laughs> so it's a it's a fun dynamic. You guys should listen to that. Uh, also, I had a new issue of Gumball come out this week that Yay. I wrote some Yay. of. Last so, week. Yeah, last week. Uh, and yeah, that's about it. Writing some comics. I played a little bit of Dragon Age, but uh, yeah, so one of my buddy Coleman was in town, but I haven't played since then. I need to. Were you guys playing together or just like... We're playing together, switching off. We created a character called Colvin. (laughs) (laughs) And... uh, Nice. Nice. Yeah. And Uh, and it's been fun. Uh, Yeah, but I think, you know, that's about it. I had a good Christmas, had friends and family over, all that stuff. I baked a bunch of food. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I saw The Hobbit. Nice, uh, nice. It was so nice. Bad. It was great. Movie was it was the worst. worst. It was great. It was so great. It was the worst. <laughs> it was the best of the Hobbit movies. It was the worst of the Hobbit movies. Uh, the first one's the worst for sure. Nope. Worse it's, than the first one. Second it, one's the best. Second one. Yeah, the second one's probably the best. Uh, if the second one had ended with the beginning of the third movie, it would have been a pretty solid yeah. movie. Um, I saw somebody made a super cut, though, and turned all of the movies into one three hour movie. Hmm. So I might watch that. <laughs> Maybe if I'm, I feel like it's gonna be feel really disjointed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I watched, um, I watched the like the thing where they took the Star Wars trilogies yeah. and did the same thing to it. Oh, really? And how long did it didn't turn out? Didn't Topher Grace do that? He did, but this wasn't that. This was somebody oh, else. Okay. I think it was like three and a half hours. Huh. 
and I, I watched the whole thing, and then it was like, I realized at the end, I was like, they cut out all the stuff that I like. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, I like the fun, goofy stuff, yeah. and, like, they were just like, here's all the plot, like, in three yeah, hours. Yeah. And I was like, oh, Jesus, like, where's the pod race? Like, that's the best part <laughs> of all those movies. Uh, yeah, so that's about it. Just been watching that crap. <laughs> nice. Yeah, like, the Hobbit one, he's like, I took off mo- most of the stuff with smog. <laughs> it's like, what? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, weird. Uh, yeah, but like, I, I still kind of want to watch it. Yeah. No, the stuff in the Hobbit they cut sounds good to me. They're like, we cut the scene where the dwarves are eating from like 45 minutes to 10 minutes <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah. Wow. So, um, yeah. Well, should we just get into this podcast? Yeah, let's do it. Let's sure. do the Hobbit yeah, let's, podcast. Yeah, here's some Hobbit news. <laughs> just, just in. The Hobbit is pitched and in the fourth movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the fourth movie is just dwarves uh, eating. Three and a half hours. Uh, but yeah, I have some real news also. Okay, uh, let's do that instead. <laughs> uh, that's a lot of news. Uh, so one of the things on here, it says David Tennant has been cast as the Purple Man in Alias Jessica Jones for the Netflix series. What the? What? <laughs> <laughs> Was that the Alias Jessica Jones theme song? I don't have any sound effects on my other podcast, and we didn't do any for the best of the year. So uh, You're just going crazy. I'm pretty happy. Here we go. So David Tennant was cast as who? The Purple, Purple Man. What do I have on here? I don't know. Ooh, bubbles. Smoking a bong, you guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's uh yeah, that's kind of weird, right? Yeah. Um <laughs> I guess he could play a good creepy guy. I don't know. Did we talk about that Kristen Ritter was cast as Jessica Jones? I think we might have mentioned we it. We might have. I don't yeah. know. We haven't had news in over two months. <laughs> have we talked about that uh they cast the Black Panther and announced a bunch of new Marvel movies? <laughs> I think we t- we did talk about okay, that. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Um so yeah, I think that'll be cool. Um there's a bunch of trailers that have been released since we've last been here. Should we do them in order that they were released? <laughs> Let's sure. just do them in the uh, order that you... Yeah, do them in whatever, whatever. order you feel like. Surprises. All right. uh, the first thing we saw, I guess, was the iZombie trailer. Not me. Um, you didn't watch it? No, I forgot. You're I haven't crazy. seen it yet either. You haven't? Oh, my yeah. God. I Does just happened to see it while watching it something good. else yesterday. Yeah, it looks like Veronica Mars, but like she's a zombie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it looks on, it's a guy who did Veronica Mars, in case you don't know. Oh. And Rob yeah. Thomas. And Party Down. The and other. was in Matchbox 20. <laughs> and did that song Smooth with Santana. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The other Rob Thomas. Um, so yeah, it sounds great. Um, <laughs> sure. Like the, the music is great in it. Um, yeah. It looks, it's like True Calling. True. Nah. T-R-U. Yeah, is that what that show was called? True Detective. Yeah, True Detective with Eliza Trushku. It looks almost, it looks almost exactly like Veronica Mars. Oh, okay. Well, that sounds good. Which is cool. Yeah. I like Veronica Mars. It's great. Yeah. Um. Then we saw the Ant-Man trailer. Uh, what did you guys think of that? I well, thought it was really small. I couldn't see it. Oh, yeah. First, Marvel released the ant-sized version of the trailer. It's so funny. It was funny. I thought that was funny. Nobody I guess it was a teaser for the well, trailer. Well, I did. Somebody blew that up so that we could all see it a day before <laughs> the real trailer came out. Yeah, yeah right. Um, yeah, I thought uh, I was a little bit bored by the Ant-Man trailer. But yeah, maybe was, it's because I had just watched the premiere of Agent Carter, which was really exciting right. and cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Seemed, Paul Rudd seemed tired. Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> uh, the the thing that I realized after is like they fi- finished filming like a few weeks before they released this trailer, so I don't know how much of the movie is even like put together. Yeah, um, this is probably like, hey, let's just put these scenes together so we can actually have some kind of trailer. They're yeah. like, here's the best stuff we have. That's not very yeah. promising. Yeah. yeah, it was. I know it. It felt like they were setting Paul Rudd up to be this like you know charming rascal, and he's not. He's like he's a charming smarmy guy. Yeah, and that's what he's good at. Yeah, <laughs> he's not Chris Pratt. Like yeah. he's like uh, speaking of Chris Pratt, 
Supposedly he's going to be the new Indiana Jones movie. Oh, yeah, that was a thing. Is See? that definite? I thought it was a rumor. No, it's a rumor. Yeah, it's a rumor, but whatever. It's yeah. a great rumor. There's also the Ghostbusters rumor. The, we're in the, well, ru- we're in the rumor mill now, confirmed. guys. I guess the Ghostbusters is Let's get in the rumor mill. <laughs> <laughs> this week in the rumor mill. Ghostbusters is a rumor. <laughs> Indiana Jones. Chris Pratt's is a rumor. <laughs> Chris Pratt Pratt's. Chris Pratt's. <laughs> what is oh, happening? Chris Pratt's. That was um, uh, rumors from the rumor mill. <laughs> yeah. Okay, sorry. Uh, and then we saw the Fantastic Four trailer. Yeah, that yes. uh, came out today, yesterday. Uh, people seem to, I don't know. There was like a negative reaction people to it. Were definitely but pooping on it. I was wondering about that because everyone else I've like I've talked to in person thought it was pretty good. Yeah, yeah I, I loved it, it. I thought it looked fine. So I was like it the internet reacted poorly. I guess so. Yeah. Like, I, I, like I got to a complain. few invalid complaints. <laughs> like, uh, hey, uh, this is nothing like the Fantastic Four in the in the comics. I'm like, okay. Like, this is nothing like the Fantastic Four comic that whoever I am that is complaining, ha- I have probably not read it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and um, then also the complaints that Johnny Storm is black, which is like the worst. That's definitely a terrible complaint. Um, but yeah, like, the, I was, the one thing I was saying was like, yeah, well, they don't look like they tried that and they did a terrible job. So yeah. Yeah, they I think they want to just go as far away from that as they possibly can to just <laughs> not have people even think about it yeah um but i regardless it looked i thought it looked pretty good yeah i think uh, it looked fine i like josh trank uh he did chronicle i thought that was a great movie yeah and i like michael b jordan he was great in chronicle and he was also great in the wire, the wire. <laughs> yeah. yeah so uh and that what's that dude the guy from whiplash is in it miles yeah. teller miles yeah. teller yeah. and um kate mara kate. billy elliott and billy elliott billy madison <laughs> billy madison <laughs> uh yeah and yeah jamie bell is in jamie it bell, yep. yeah, um, so. they've got great talent yeah so. yeah and uh, originally somebody they there was a rumor that it was a gonna be a found footage thing but it doesn't seem to be that from the no. <laughs> of course there was a rumor of that because they're like this guy did a found footage movie and then somebody's like he said it's gonna be like the last movie is yeah. found footage <laughs> yeah it's all he does um, you read that on superhero hype <laughs> no <laughs> no so the website still exists I think so, probably. Um, and I, I found out the other day that Ain't It Cool News still exists. Oh, yeah. 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 It hasn't I, like, I go there from time to time. been updated at all. No. It looks <laughs> exactly oh, really? It looks exactly Oh, yeah, the yeah, same. yeah. They updated with new info, but, this, oh, yeah, but the it design. looks exactly yeah. the same. Yeah, yeah it yeah. looks still like, yeah, like 90s a 90s going website. strong. Um, uh, IDW acquired Top Shelf. Yeah, that's pretty oh, crazy. Yes. Pretty insane, yeah. So at first I was like, well, what does Top Shelf really do right now? They they do the March books, which are big. Yep. But then I realized, well, they do the um the Alan Moore stuff. League of Extraordinary well, Gentlemen. Yeah. So I yeah. wonder I wonder if that will affect any of that at all. I wonder if Alan Moore will want to work with IDW. Yeah. Or if, you know, I'm sure he's just works directly with Chris Starros. Yeah. yeah and Chris they could Staros. probably not tell him and he'd never find out. <laughs> <laughs> they already, yeah, right. He, yeah, he does. It's like he follows the news. Yeah, he, yeah, exactly. Uh, he, he gets, only works for Avatar anyway. So. Yeah, he gets like a magical newsletter that his wife writes, yeah. <laughs> delivered to him once, once a month, and that's all he knows. <laughs> he Besides does. that, he just reads Lovecraft novels. She and like he, puts hides it in his beard, and he has to find <laughs> yeah. He writes the Avatar comics. Oh yeah, <laughs> Avatar: The Last Airbender. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's pretty crazy. Um, and also, IDW announced that they're doing a Disney line. Which I thought was a little weird because why doesn't Marvel do a Disney line? I think it doesn't really fit into, like for Marvel, I'm going to guess an Uncle Scrooge book might move like seven or 8,000 copies. Really? Which is less, in the United States, yeah. Wow. And uh, which is less than anything that Marvel would be taking a preview space with in their, you know, so like for them, if they can just make money off of it and not have to deal with it, it's probably good for them. Yeah, I guess so. Weird. It's not really competing with anything that they're putting out. Yeah. So 
I, I think they'd probably just cut a deal. IDW was like, we want to do awesome Uncle Scrooge comics. They've got cool people working on them. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty good. Some of the European people. And then Derek Charm, who drew uh, Super Secret Crisis War yeah. and the new Powerpuff Girls comic that came out. He's doing like covers and stuff. That looks pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the big news, I guess, was that the Marvel Universe is ending, sort of. Um, yeah, yeah, do we know what this is yet? Really? Yeah, well, Marvel had a press conference and they said, well, we only know a little bit. They had a press conference and they were talking about Secret Wars and they said, basically, Secret Wars begins with um, every Earth being destroyed and uh, whatever is left kind of being formed into one Earth. So, like, uh, Ultimate Universe is ending and being merged with the regular Marvel Universe along with who knows what else. Old Man Logan will be in there maybe. Uh, everything's kind of just merging into one crazy new Marvel Universe. Which um, isn't a surprise. Like they've been yeah. leading up to that in lots of books. Yeah, I mean especially Jonathan Hickman's Avenger stuff has been leading up to it since yeah, it started. Yeah, but like the Spider-Verse stuff has been right. like that as well. And I mean the whole uni- uh, Ultimate Universe ending, That's I mean that's happened in the works forever. Yeah, according it happened to, before. According yeah. to them, they told everybody like a year ago so they could start kind of wrapping things up. Yeah, um, told their so, talent. We'll I hate to be like the Marvel fanboy versus the DC. You know, you, you have to kind of compare the two, though. And I think the thing that makes me a little hopeful about this is I know Marvel does their big like writers summit and like all the writers yeah. that are involved probably had a little a lot of input on this. And hopefully it'll go smoothly. Um, and they're also they're starting books like right before like Spider Gwen starts right before this. So they're not going to like start stuff and then immediately sink it. No, but what they'll do is they'll start Spider Gwen and then they'll move her into the regular right, Marvel exactly. universe. Yeah. So yeah. that's not it's, necessarily it's a bad thing. Reason for yeah. hope, I think. Yeah. So yeah, we we'll will see. see what happens. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. Yeah. It's, people, a lot of people went crazy and flipped out. And they, I was like, you don't know anything yet. So. Yeah. Well, I think coming off the new 52. Yeah, you know, there's room for this to be a disaster. Oh, right, right. Um, also, it's especially the I think just the timing of it's kind of strange because that's right after the DC convergence. Yeah, when they are are stopping all their regular books to do short series set in different universes. Yeah, so. but is Marvel stopping all their books and starting with new number ones? We don't, we don't know yet. Yeah, so. we don't know yet. Um, I think so. Yeah. Are they gonna? So are there uh, crappy kids comics that are just screen caps from the cartoons? Are those gonna become part of the regular <laughs> Marvel universe? I hope so. Yeah, That'd me too. Amazing. Uh, uh, Ultimate Spider-Man Marvel Universe Web Warriors. Web Warriors. They just like Photoshop images from the cartoon <laughs> yeah. into like an issue of like regular issue of Spider-Man. That would be great. And are all the Spider-Verse is gonna be part of the Marvel universe? I don't know. Well, we don't know what Spider-Verse is maybe gonna they're look all, like. Maybe they're all gonna die maybe they are is peter porker gonna die never i hope he's part of the regular if he does he will always live in my heart oh man i would that would be great if if out of this there was a a spider team book that would be awesome (laughs) uh there's room for it yeah yeah uh and there's one more piece of news right oh yeah i guess sort of this is just related to that they also announced there's still like in the next few weeks they're trickling out information about what's going to happen and they said that Bendis and Bagley are reuniting for to end the Marvel Universe, with the uh, not the Marvel Universe, the, the Ultimate Universe, universe with a five issue series called Ultimate End, which says it all, I guess. Cool. Um, yeah, they're the ones that started. So, so this will probably sense. be like you know they'll bring back the Peter Parker Spider Man from the Ultimate Universe for a Maybe. little bit or something. Well, he's, are you reading Miles Morales? Nope. Okay, he's well, kind of caught up. He's, he's back. Up. He's back. <laughs> sort of. Maybe he's Maybe. been so for like the third time. He's yeah. back. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that's the news stuff. You guys want to answer it. some questions? Sure. Yeah. Let's do it. Up first, we've got a question from Drunk Comic Book Rants, if that's your real name. What are some of the best non-comics things of 2014? Best movie, best book, best TV show, best moment, best dinner, best whatever. Let's just go around the table. What's the best movie you guys saw this year? Birdman was pretty awesome. What's Birdman? Birdman was pretty good. Uh, man, how do you describe it? Uh... 
It's, uh, is it Inuritu who did that? I don't know. You're the one that saw yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, it's a film about right. uh, acting in a theater, and it's almost all like five to eight minute single shot cuts. It's uh, all one shot. It's all one shot. Well, it's not all it's one fudge. It's all it's, one shot. That's yes. yeah. It's fudge to look like. Fudge yeah. to look like. Where they shot, use yeah. actors. Yeah. Anyway. Um. But yeah. Uh, and it's got a great cast, and it's about a guy who basically was Batman, Michael Keaton, uh, who's trying to make it in the theater world after giving up on doing crappy big superhero movies. And it's got all kinds of cool people in it. It seems cool. Intense. Have you, Does it have, it? have you not seen it? Yet? I haven't seen. Oh it. my god! Does yeah. it have the part where he's in RoboCop, the crappy RoboCop remake? Oh god! Oh, was he in that too? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh man, that was no. awful. Um. I really liked Blue Ruin. I watched that What's recently. That? It was good. It's like a it's like a revenge thriller. Mm-hmm. Um but it's really, really good. Oh, also House uh Bound House Bound? House Bound, yeah. yeah that was really good. It's an uh, Australian horror movie. Yeah. Very, very good. What about you? I liked uh, Book of Life, that animated movie. I liked that a whole lot. Oh, yeah, I need to see that. I thought you were talking do... about the Tree of Life. Tree of Life. No, 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 <laughs> no. I like Book of Life. I mean, a lot of Guardians of the Galaxy came out this year. That was great. Oh, yeah. And uh, Big Hero Six was good. I really. This was. I, did, I feel like I, did, I saw fewer movies this year than Godzilla. I have in the past. Yeah, me but too. It was still a lot of really good stuff. Uh, I really liked The Guest. Uh, it was a new movie by the guys that did uh, You're Next, which is on Netflix. Oh, People yeah, you should really watch it. See that. Uh, and The Guest is kind of like. It's weird. It's a horror movie and an action movie. It's kind of like about. It's about this uh, this family. Their son dies in uh, Afghanistan, and somebody that was in his unit comes to visit them. Wow! But he's like this kind of almost like a Captain America experiment gone wrong, mm. and he starts uh, killing people that are messing up their lives. And then at the end, it turns into like a stalkery horror movie, and it's pretty yeah, awesome. I really want to see that. Yeah. Oh man, I was rooting for him to fix their lives by <laughs> killing everybody. Uh, well, you, you should watch the whole thing because you know. Uh, but uh, yeah, Jared, what, what was the best book you read this year? <laughs> um, I mean, we're just going. I think through it this, was right? The Martian, which was this uh, new sci-fi thing. Uh, it's basically very straight, hard science fiction where an astronaut gets stranded on Mars and has to try to survive by himself. And it's basically MacGyver on Mars. It's just like a really smart scientist trying to outthink being stranded in a situation where you could die at any minute. It's it's such a good thriller. It already got options for a film with a bunch of great people in it. Yeah, I'm reading it right now. I haven't finished it yet. It's so good. I didn't read any books. I just read comics. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of comics. <laughs> uh, I read Eleanor and Park by um, Rainbow Rowell, which is a fantastic young adult. And and she's writing a graphic novel for, for a second. So yeah. it made me oh, really cool. excited about it because it's a great book. And I got Fangirl by her for Christmas, and I'm really excited to read that. Uh, I don't know if it came out this year, but I read uh, Marvel, The Untold Story, that, oh, uh, yeah. that history of uh, Marvel comics. And it's just like fascinating. It goes from the early timely days up through the 90s when stuff was insane with like rob Liefeld and all that i do really want to read that and that was really great it's and also um i've been reading the bone clocks the new david mitchell movie uh new david mitchell book he's the guy that wrote cloud atlas and uh right. it's a crazy like i don't even know how to describe it but it's a cool fantasy sci-fi book sweet yeah uh okay well let's see we got more stuff best tv shows uh true detective yeah that's a good one oh, that's a great one uh it's right now i'm watching boardwalk empire so that's pretty hey, great yeah that's that's good enough um, or oh. parks and rec <laughs> Yeah, no, I was trying to think of, like, the stuff that I really fell for this year was the stuff that actually started last year, like Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Sleepy Hollow. Like, those are my two big, big shows. That's that cool. Those changed. are your best TV shows. They me. are. Uh, I'm way into the Kroll show right now. 
Oh yeah, it's what is it? it is Kroll great. show? Mm-hmm. It's Nick Kroll. It's a sketch comedy show. Mm-hmm. It's great. Uh, I also just watched Top of the Lake, uh, which oh, was yeah. with Elizabeth Moss from Mad Men. It's absolutely yeah. fantastic yeah, uh, it was good. crime thing. Oh, is did that... you watch that too? No, I said I heard it was good. I, oh yeah, yeah. I you get it. all the way through. Yeah, it is so slow. It's yeah, I loved it though. I like slow, so it's, it's very list. Norwegian kind of. Well, it's not Norwegian, but it's no, it's it's New, it's New Zealand, Zealand yeah. but it feels like it's like a. I don't know. It has that feel to it. Yeah, yeah. that Nordic. <laughs> I said Norwegian because my wife is watching Lily Hammer right now and she loves it. <laughs> I, I watched all of that. Yeah, uh, it was good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the thing about that show is like the I, the I hate the main character, but everybody else is like in, incredibly amazing. So it's a, it's really good. Uh, oh my god, Miss Fisher's Murder Mystery. I can't believe I didn't talk about that. Oh yeah, I can't it's believe like you changed didn't my life. <laughs> <laughs> everybody watch it. Uh, what was everybody's best moment of the year? Oh boy, uh, going to Toronto for the TCAF show was really awesome. I like that. Nick, you better say the right thing. Uh, getting engaged. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, Justin Bieber falling downstairs. <laughs> it's between those two things. Uh, I don't know. My brother graduated from grad school and got a great job out in California. That was really exciting. And a couple of friends of mine from high school got married. They, I mean, we all knew each other in high school, and like our theater teacher officiated the wedding. So that was a lot of that was a lot of fun. Those were good moments. Uh, I think my, I found out. Uh, you know, a, a thing I created is getting turned into a miniseries. And I, awesome. when I signed that contract, that was a pretty cool day for me this yeah. year. That's, That's awesome. Uh, best dinner, anybody? Best dinner. dinner. <laughs> I do not remember. Yeah, we don't have to do best dinner, but that's that's good. We went around yeah. the table, and uh, he uh, he says, as always, he or she, thanks for being the most comprehensive podcast on the internet in the world in 2014. Looking forward to 2015. Most importantly, what's the best beer of 2014? Ooh, ooh, DC Brow. DC Brow. I've been great. drinking that a lot yeah. lately. It's really good. Beer's awful. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Beer's there awful. you go. Jared doesn't. Make- <laughs> I like the I like the um, Jared only drinks spirits. I like the <laughs> I liked the winter uh, blue moon this year it was really good. That's uh, yeah. good. All right, cool. Well, uh, we also have another question. This is from Kristen. She says, "Hey, Big Planet Comics, how does getting a store variant cover work? Not just doing the variant, but determining title, artist, and or theme." Jared, you might be the best person to answer this question. Um, strangely, it's often the publisher that does most of that. So uh, we've had a few. We've done it with um, Doctor Who. What else have we done? We've done Lumberjanes, Archie, Afterlife with Archie, Archie Afterlife with Archie, and Sabrina, and, Sabrina. and Dead Letters, and Dead Letters, and Amazing yeah. Spider-Man, and Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, man, we've done a lot. Uh, so basically, it's usually the publisher will say, "Hey, we're going to do Amazing Spider-Man variant. Anyone who wants their store name on it, just sign up." So that's pretty yeah, simple. It's basically, like put your logo here. Yeah. For the ones that are more specific, like Boom in particular, will do like three or four different covers, and so we got a really cool one for Lumberjanes. Yeah, um, that is basically say we have a cover. Do you want it to be your exclusive cover? So we don't have much input into it beyond saying yes, and here's our logo, and please don't screw it up. And so. I think some bigger places uh, that do a lot of these probably mm-hmm. have a little more input, like Third Eye. Yeah, there's in some Midtown. My gosh. Yeah. Who there's some interesting moves of like groups of stores doing. There's like a ghost variant and some other yeah. stuff where. I think it's just, you know, you're the biggest kid on the block. You're like, well, we're going to order 10,000 more copies. Then you can kind of do what you want. Yeah. So thanks for your question, Kristen. If you guys have questions, you can send them to podcast at bigplanetcomics.com or to our Twitter at bigplanetcomics or to Facebook or... In the ask box of Tumblr or just tag us on Tumblr and I'll see it. Yeah, do it. All right. Uh, we've got a bunch of reviews um, and we should do those, right? Yeah. Yeah, sure. let's do it. We love comics. They're swell. Except when they're written by Scott Lovedell. 
I prefer important books like Louis Riel. It's time for reviews. That was the quietest <laughs> review song of all time. I very lightly pressed the button. Uh, all right, so up first this week, we have Ant-Man number one. This is written by Nick Spencer with uh, art by Ramon Rosanis. Uh, some of these, since we haven't done a podcast in a long time, yep. I don't remember anything. And in the case of Ant-Man, we sold out of it in a day, and I never got a chance to read it. So, Kelly, why don't you tell people oh, what okay. Ant-Man's about? <laughs> uh, well, Ant-Man is about, in this case, it is uh, Scott Lang, Ant-Man, because that's who it's going to be in the movie. And things, I guess the last time we saw him, really, was in the FF. Was That's the last time I remember seeing him. Uh, the very last time was in Avengers World... Number 16, because Nick reads All right, Nick. <laughs> but that's where Cassie comes back, right. like his daughter or whatever. So his, you know, his life isn't going too great. And so the whole the whole first issue of Ant-Man is him trying to get a job with Tony Stark. And it's he's up against a whole bunch of different people. And he realizes that he's like in Tony Stark puts forth like a bunch of tasks for him. Uh, for them all to do. And he realizes that he's never going to like the last thing is we, this is literally we don't have this in front of us. So I'm doing this from memory. And it was like a month ago. Um, so he, he has to like hack into he breaks something? into Tony Stark's well well so uh, he decides so he, he, he's never something he, well or... he's never going to be able to do the hack and so he's like well right. if, if I break in and like physically go into the computer right I can do this um so yeah it, and it's a lot of it is about his relationship with his daughter it was it was fun I liked yeah. it a lot and his uh his yeah his his daughter's mom doesn't want her around him because he's kind of troublesome because <laughs> uh, he's Batman um, and <laughs> yeah. she moves to San Francisco. And uh, yeah. yeah. So, what happened to the like the crappy jerky Ant Man? That's him. Oh, he's dead. Oh, oh really? he's dead. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, that's not him. That, oh, that really? guy's name was like Eric. Eric oh, O'Grady. Yeah. 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 Oh, that... he died in uh, Secret Avengers. <laughs> remember? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely in Secret Avengers. Wow. Uh, I don't remember how exactly you he died, failed he us. Now. Yeah. I want to read Ant Man. I'll read it at some point. <laughs> it's really well, good. We it's very in. good. The we art get... is great. Um, it's a little bit like, kind of like Chris Samney a little bit. Yeah. But it's very good, and it's very touching. Um, yeah. So if the movie is anything like this issue was, maybe it'll be great. Maybe Enjoyed it a lot. It'll be, yeah, All right, up next we've got The Dying and the Dead, number one. This is written by Jonathan Hickman, who writes East of West and Avengers, and is writing the big Secret Wars crossover that's coming out. Uh, the art in this is by Ryan Bodenheim, who did the art for Secret and Red Mask for Mars, two other mm-hmm. Jonathan Hickman books. Right. Uh, Dying in the Dead was crazy. So it was like a $4.50 book. I, I want to say it was like 60 pages. It was yeah, really I want to say, yeah, really say it was like 123 <laughs> or something. Yeah, so it starts out on a cruise ship. No, I think it's like an island. It's like oh, is it an island? island? It's a wedding yeah. on a Greek island. Yeah. Okay. And uh, these... Uh, Which island, Greek? Uh, I forget what it's called. Did you no. just call him Greek? Scorp- Scorpini? <laughs> Island Greek. Scorpini Scor- or something like that? So yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nick yeah. knows all. Uh, and uh, there are these, there's this couple that just got married, and then, uh, well, I mean, I guess I have to say what happens, right? Yeah. So, and then uh, everybody gets murdered yeah. because uh, somebody is looking for this uh, secret artifact, basically. And it's a clone of uh, his yeah, wife? It is <laughs> a clone of his wife, uh, and uh, the she also kills the clone of her. And then we, we see that there are a lot of clones of her, and uh, there are these people that are worshipping this box that they stole. Yeah. And then uh, it cuts to this second story of uh, about a man whose wife died. Is dying. Is dying. Is dying. Sorry. Yeah. And uh, he travels to the underworld to talk to these people who it seems like he has a previous relationship with. Yeah. And they basically. Kind of like an ancient race that stays separate from humanity. So, and this guy, you kind of get the impression that maybe he's been alive for a really long time, but that he's definitely human. And they want him to, 
uh, retrieve this item as well and say that they can, you know, keep his wife from dying if he does. But then there's this weird other thing where the guy that's actually talking to him seems very friendly with him and doesn't want him to take on the job. Yeah. But is only talking to him because he knows he's the only human capable of doing it. No, he talks to him because he's been ordered to do it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But but he, he was ordered to talk to him, but he... He also suggested he the guy saying, because yeah. he's the only oh. human that's like oh, capable yeah. of it. Right. And uh, it, there was a lot of crazy stuff set up in this issue. So much happens yeah. in this issue. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it was it was cool. The dialogue was really well written. Yeah. It doesn't feel like it's like crammed full of stuff. Like there's definitely a lot of stuff going on, but it's it's fairly simple. It's most of it's just a couple conversations. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. There, there were some really long conversations, but yeah. I feel like they're really well written and the way the. Uh, the sort of other world people are written is really cool. Some of the stuff, like uh, there's a big establishing shot of this sort of uh, hell city or whatever oh, he would so call cool. it. That's that's yeah. really awesome. Yeah, Bodenheim's art. He did Red Mask from Mars and Secret. I think this is the best looking stuff he's done. It's very good. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of. God, I don't even know. <laughs> oh man, I don't know. It's super detailed. Like yeah, it's it, it it's a, lot, a little like Jeff Darrow, but say, he like has Darrow's art. But little. he has like a much thicker line than Darrow. Paul too. Azaketa mixed with <laughs> yeah, Darrow. Yeah, if that if that's something that anybody can imagine. <laughs> but uh, and there's some interesting stuff with coloring. Like the the palettes are really muted, and some of the characters are just like pure white. Yeah, we were wondering yeah. whether if this this was like an artistic choice on Bodenheim's part, or if it was something that Hickman does because there are a few characters in East of West who are just absence of color just yeah, totally no, white i think hickman just thinks it's cool yeah <laughs> i mean it looks cool on the page so yeah. i mean good yeah. job hickman's such a designer that's probably and him. it makes sense for these people are like they're like a weird underground race so they yeah. probably have no pigment right? yeah they're like translucent yeah. <laughs> uh yeah and i thought it was cool it was a really good first issue and it's meaty like <laughs> if you want to sit down and read something yeah. for a half hour like this is the book for you it's great it's a, it's a great setup yeah, um, I'll yeah. be really curious to see where it goes. Do we know if it's an ongoing or a mini series or anything yet? Sure. Uh, yeah. All the image things are ongoing until they're not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so up next we've got uh, Effigy Number One. This is written by Tim Seeley with art by uh, uh, Tim Seeley. Writes what Hack Slash and uh, uh, Revival and Grayson. Yeah, and uh, with is art this by a miniseries? <laughs> I don't know if this is a mini series either. But the art in this is by Marley Zarconi, and it's about. Uh, a woman who was a child actor in a TV show? Uh, yeah, so this is a, kind of the mix of the the setup of the comic is starting off with them on the TV show. And then later it cuts to kind of the post, you know, child star, like what happens to these people when they're washed up. And it cuts to uh, the, a very small town in Ohio where this the main star is now turned out to be a local cop, but has just started trying to be, make it as a cop. And so she's like... And you she know, starred in the show Star Cops. Yeah, when exactly. she was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so she has a really bad relationship with everyone. This is basically her hometown, and she, you know, kind of burned all her bridges behind her. She escaped to Hollywood fame, and then crashed and burned, and came back, you know, crawling back. And everyone hates her. Uh, she's not very good at her job yet. Uh, but then a murder happens, and she is added onto the case. And I think I, I liked about it was that uh, there's like this old uh, Native American burial site called the Snake Mounds, which I've actually been to, which are really cool. And that's where they find they're like excavating it as archaeologists, and they find a body inside of it that looks recent. And should we say the twist? It's like mummified, but I recent. Think the twi- it has connections. To I mean, the, when I was the, selling the comic yeah. to people today, I was telling everybody the twist. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just has connections to the main character. Yeah, and exactly. the TV show that she was on. Yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, I thought it was awesome. I thought like this and Dying the Dead were both great. Yeah, I thought it was mm-hmm. an interesting setup. Uh, I liked the sort of uh, the mixture of just the stuff from the tv show when she was younger and also the sort of grittier 
current day story. I hope that's something they keep up from issue to issue. I'd love to see like flashbacks to the show throughout the series. Also, that was cool. There's two really weird interludes. Yeah, one is like by like some kind of maybe stalker fan. Oh yeah, yeah. The other one is like super weird. I don't even know what's happening. Yeah, but uh, there's a lot that we don't know how it's going to pay off. But really good setup. Yeah, but all mysterious enough to be cool and very interesting. I think it was probably my favorite thing that came out this week. Definitely, the art was so good, and the coloring was all this sort of like bubblegum pink, which makes sense with the show in the beginning but then it's just a little bit off for the rest but it was off in a really intriguing way yeah so. i loved it uh definitely check out that effigy number one all right up next we've got operation sin number one this is written by Catherine eminen who uh has written a bunch of stuff what does she wrote she wrote hellcat mm-hmm. uh she wrote moving pictures with Stuart eminen which is a really great uh art theft uh nazi germany uh, graphic novel and the art in this is by rich ellis who i don't know but i thought that the art was pretty cool and also had the kind of a chris samney feel to it yeah maybe a little becky cloonan ish yeah and yeah. this was about uh peggy carter in the 1950s yeah and it came out the day after agent carter started so it was like perfect um perfect well i was like why not agent carter operation said <laughs> well i mean it's, I was like, it's I don't definitely know what this was. it's definitely the uh the comics agent carter and not yeah. the tv agent carter um, so, yeah, this takes place in the 50s, and um, basically Peggy is out of the game, and she gets drawn back in by Howard Stark. And it's very steep in the, in the sort of Cold War. They end up going back to Russia. Um, and there isn't, I don't know, I mean, it's a well, lot it's, of setup for the... It's those two and uh, the guy from Original Sin who's kind of like the watcher on the wall or whatever. Oh, right, yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. like uh, the... Uh, Woodrow or something like that, and he's he's kind of uh, working for the old old Shield, um, like yeah. Jonathan Hickman's Shield. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, we're like did that ever defenders. finish? Uh, no, the last few issues are coming out soon. Oh really? <laughs> wow, wow. I saw that recently. That's amazing. It's, I think uh, issue five of that is coming out at the same time as issue five of the current Shield. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> or around then. Uh, yeah, but so I I just thought I thought this was fun. I love like the first scene where it's just Peggy and she's in her house in her nightgown and people bust in and she has to fight them. Yeah, it's a great fight scene. And uh, it had a lot of snappy dialogue and I don't know it was just i thought it was a fun comic set in a time in the marvel universe where you don't see a yeah. ton of stuff yeah. but but still really fun and kind of uh building off of i think the current agent carter tv show but then definitely building off a lot of stuff that's been going on in the comics and the original sin and stuff too yeah it's weird that marvel and dc don't do a lot of period comics ever well, i yeah. guess because they don't want to date those from time to time they did that uh that like uh mystery men wasn't that them yeah i guess so yeah, yeah. But i guess they don't want to date their characters so. yeah you yeah, don't want to have true. like Spider-Man in World War II. <laughs> exactly. I mean, yeah. But Peggy Carter, they've they've like already fixed the Captain America timeline, so it makes sort of sense. Yeah. <laughs> and so I think Peggy Carter works all right in that. Well, I mean the period stuff is weird because they were putting out comics then, so I mean it was happening. Yeah. Although they weren't putting out really any sort of unified superhero universe True. stuff at this point. Because yeah, most of the stuff was after. Way, yeah, like 62. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I thought this was a cool first issue. Yeah. Um, and I'll be curious to see where it goes from here. And it's what, I think a five part mini series? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, speaking of S.H.I.E.L.D., up next we've got <laughs> S.H.I.E.L.D. number one. This is written by Mark Wade, uh, who writes Daredevil right now and is writing a bunch of stuff. He, you know, it's it's Mark Wade. It's Mark, you guys know who Mark, Mark Wade is. Wade, yes. With art by Carlos Pacheco, who 
feel like I haven't seen much from Carlos Pacheco recently. Uh, oh, God. What did he, he just did something. Oh, he, he was working on Captain America for a while. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, yeah. And this is kind of Marvel's attempt to mix the TV universe of S.H.I.E.L.D. with the regular Marvel universe S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. Um, that's basically all it is. It's, uh, <laughs> it's uh, Agent Coulson and uh, Fitzsimmons um, and Agent May, but not, um, what's her face? Not Sky. Not Sky yet, but I well, guess. Well, because Sky is... Well, is yeah. yeah, that's a spoiler, spoiler but yeah, show, we but, already spoiled that. Yeah, but it was in the careless whispers section. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but that finale was you know four months ago at this point, yeah, right, or something. Uh, Hundred years, it was eighteen years ago. Uh, How long ago was it? It was like, it's like a month. It was a month and a no, half. No, it was September or yeah. something. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like a really long time ago. Um, but anyway, yeah. So I, she'll probably show up later. But so this issue's. Uh, Coulson dealing with some giant threat that involves like every Marvel character, um, and then finding some kind of way to get around it. It's 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 interesting. It's it's kind of like doing an episode of the show that they can't do on the show because it's so huge and yeah, there's so many characters and monsters and stuff. But but uh, they're also able to show like a lot of like flashbacks to Coulson's like early days. So you kind of got to see right. like yeah. Agent Coulson as like an early Shield agent as opposed to like a high level guy, right. which I thought was a, a really good contrast. And like, I guess you couldn't really do that on the show either. So I yeah. thought that was a nice touch of something the comics could do really well. And since then, the second issue has come out, and that one has Miss Marvel in it, and that one's pretty great. So yeah. I think uh, each issue will kind of have like a guest star, kind of. So you can kind of see these characters from the show interact with the real, not the real, but like the rest of the Marvel universe. You know, like that they can't be on the show. So it's fun. Yeah, it was cool. Uh All right. Up next, we have Star Wars number one. Uh, This is written by Jason Aaron, who wrote Scalped and Original Sin and Southern Bastards and Wolverine and the X-Men. With art by John Cassidy, who drew Planetary and Astonishing X-Men. Astonishing X-Men. And that I, what was that thing called? I something. I something. And three issues of Uncanny. Oh, yeah. What was that called? Yeah. I, I don't remember. But uh, yeah. Great this, reference. Yeah. <laughs> I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking zombie? about. No, it wasn't I Zombie. It was the humanoids it, one. It wasn't I Vampire, was it? No. no that was another thing. Um, it was like the little I, the Frankenstein. Ki- the little kid no. vampire. You mean Yo Frankenstein? Yo Frankenstein. Yeah. 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 I cannot remember what it was called. Man, but anyway. Called? Uh, yeah. So this is. Um, <laughs> threw myself. Star I Cla- Wars. Was it I Claudius? <laughs> What's Star Wars about? Uh, yeah, so this is the uh, first. Battling uh, in the stars. So Dark Horse had the, uh, Marvel had the Star Wars license way back in the 70s and made a crazy Star Wars comic that had like big green bunnies in it and stuff like that. And Jedi Knights wearing like medieval plate armor. Yeah, and then nobody cared about Star Wars for like 15 years. Mm-hmm. And then Dark Horse started putting out Star Wars comics with like Dark Empire and uh crimson empire and a bunch of cool stuff and then now that disney owns star wars marvel has these star wars license back again and this was a huge deal comic you know pre-orders were like for a million copies um which they were saying oh it sold a million copies before it was even out but no not true uh yeah and uh but the cool thing is it's really good so the trick is they dumped all the other old Star Wars comics. So everything you've ever read probably is never going to happen. Yeah, it's and now the Legends universe. Oh, boy, really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Huh, that's one way to do it. It's like Elseworlds. Yeah. Uh, but so then using that, they were able to just start wherever they wanted. So they picked right after the first uh, New Hope, Episode 4. And so you've got right after they blew up the Death Star, what happens next? So we've got Han and Luke and Chewie and Leia all being cool and uh, trying to cause some trouble for the empire and kind of keep the rebellion going and uh, of course uh, things start going really badly and darth vader is hot on their tail so we get to see chewbacca sniping at darth vader and 
all kinds of crazy like there's, violent scenes there's, and there's one great force thing effects and that uh i i we'd never seen before that i didn't i didn't even think about when somebody asked uh, i think it's han or luke uh asked c-3po to use a a blaster and he's like oh i've seen his hands his I hands like, are terrible yeah i was like how hasn't he never been asked to, to fight anything or use a i mean maybe they just know that he can't do it <laughs> yeah right now you can see like his hands are like all his fingers are fused together he's a terrible robot very I'd... poor design <laughs> <laughs> so this book yeah it's uh the characters are exactly like those yeah i was gonna say that's the coolest really yeah that's the coolest thing about it is uh well for one cassidy is he's just like a really precise artist and yeah. so i feel like all the likenesses are great uh and uh the way he draws ships and everything is cool and it and it all has a very like uh cinematic kind yeah, of framing to everything very cinematic, yeah. and uh and then jason aaron does so good with just like getting the voices of these characters right yeah. you know you compare it to something recently like that uh star wars rebel heist where yeah. it felt like people were kind of just like recycling lines from the movies and yeah, stuff. there's like a teeny bit of that in this. There like, is, but like it's done in such like a. It's, those are more nods rather than. Yeah, yeah it's like feeling. we know this is what you want to see, so you <laughs> yeah. have a little yeah, bit of this. There's definitely fan service. In Somebody it. calls yeah. like the Millennium Falcon a hunk of junk or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In Rebel Heist, they called a hunk of junk like five times in one issue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I, I just thought like it felt like it felt like a missing chapter of Star Wars in a really great yeah. way. Yeah, I yeah. thought it was cool. Yeah, yeah. and uh, that um, that final shot is is from like. Uh, one of those promotional, uh, not promotional, like the the one of the paintings they did when they were working. Oh, on one of like yeah, the, the Hildebrandt. Ra- yeah, or, and it's or a, Ralph McQuarrie. McQuarrie. It's one of those yeah. ones that was never used in the movie. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. Uh, yeah, so this is the first of the new Star Wars stuff, and then we've got uh, Vader coming out next week, I think, pretty I think soon, so. or the week, week after. after. It's week coming after. out February, and then uh, and then Leia's coming out in a yeah, couple Princess months. Yeah, Princess Leia miniseries. Oh. She's March. Yeah, yeah. she's March. Uh, yeah, so Star Wars number one, definitely check it out. I basically what I was telling people when they come in is like, if you like Star Wars at all, yeah, like just ignore everything that's happened since like 1984 and just check out this comic. <laughs> oh, but he, Luke Some... does have his jacket from the uh, the other Star Wars comic, Marvel Star Wars comics. Oh, does he? Oh, yeah, 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 he does. Uh, all right, up next we've got uh, a comic I think we were all excited about. This is Unbeatable Squirrel Girl number one. This is written by Ryan North, who writes mm. um. Midas Flesh and Adventure Time and Dinosaur Comics and uh, all kinds of stuff uh, with art by Erica Henderson, who, as far as I know, is a fairly newcomer yeah, to at least thing. like sort of mainstream comic stuff. And this is about Squirrel Girl and her big butt. Yeah, this comic <laughs> is is so it's so good. Like we, I remember Kevin and I were reading it in the store, and we knew it was going to be funny, but it was just it was a great comic like and it's also just very very funny so squirrel girl has been um she's been living in the attic of the avengers mansion (laughs) (laughs) which is a great scene because she's she's surrounded by these tiny little boxes that say things like ant-man's secret tiny secret (laughs) plans and stuff it's it's full of these great little details but yeah so she's been living in the attic of the avengers mansion and she's like you know what i need to move on with my life so she decides she's gonna go to college um so it's basically the issue is her moving into the dorms and trying to figure out like how to be a normal human person. <laughs> yes. um, and yeah, as Kevin said, she tucks away her her tail and she's got this great old big butt. It's mm-hmm. it's, it's fantastic. It's pretty great. <laughs> um, but key key elements of this involve her. Uh, what's her squirrel's name? I forget. Does it have a name? Mr. Oh, man. Oh, Nick. Uh, her squirrel friend. Don't ask who... people questions, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I thought someone would know. Yeah, no, there's... But yeah, there's a lot of like dialogue between her and her squirrel. Uh, just 
in Squirrel. Yeah. <laughs> so there's yeah. a lot of like weird interactions of her. Trying yeah, like, to... No, there's yes. this great scene where she's like having a com- she's on the door. She's on the campus and she's having a conversation with the squirrel. And another student just walks up and starts talking to her. Like that's a thing you would do to someone who's <laughs> talking to a squirrel. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, she fights Craven, the hunter in this issue, which <laughs> yep. is great. great. It's very, very good. Yeah. So I just, you know, if you are a person who is looking for kind of new and interesting things that superhero comics are doing you should definitely check this out and it's also it's good for all ages if you've got a kid who wants to read a superhero comic give him this and i feel like if you yeah if you're not reading anything superhero you can jump in and read this but if you do have like sort of a knowledge of the of marvel comics there's a lot of stuff in here that is like in jokes that are really funny too yeah just like the the way she deals with craven and if you've read any comics with craven in them before like the way she kind of plays his personality to get out of the situation is really great and uh yeah just the whole thing's funny the art is really cartoony and bubbly and light and uh it made me laugh out loud which most comics don't so yeah i loved it yeah, right. that's Squirrel Girl, you guys. Guys, we uh, sold out of Squirrel Girl. Like that—that's how popular and great this and comic was. We ordered was. a lot of copies. <laughs> yes. <of Squirrel>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Up next, we've got Uncanny Avengers number one or number thirty, however you want to look at yeah. it. Uh, this is by uh, Rick Remender, who's been writing Uncanny Avengers mm-hmm. and also writes Black Science and also writes Deadly Class and also writes a lot of really good comics. Yeah. Uh, and with art by Daniel Acuna, who's done stuff in New Avengers and all, all and over Uncanny the place. Avengers. And Uncanny Avengers, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, so basically Uncanny Avengers was running and then it ended and Axis started, which was basically the finale for the last Uncanny Avengers right. series. And now they're back with a new number one. Yeah, um, I guess after Axis, like almost all of the characters that were in Uncanny Avengers are well, Wolverine's dead, right? Uh, Thor doesn't have his hammer anymore, or um, arm. Or arm. Um, Havoc is gone crazy. Uh, so yeah, like a lot of the characters. <laughs> there are a few are changes. Gone. Yeah. <laughs> um, Rogue is Rogue, Scarlet Witch are the only ones that are still around from that team, and uh, they're kind of like uh, not exactly a team right now. They're just kind of getting together. Um, and uh, oh man, they're trying to go on a simple mission. Yeah, yeah. They're just so find they Scarlet recruit Witch. a bunch of. They're people. trying to find yeah. Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver, right? Yeah, because um, they're despairing. They're on Counter Earth, which they find out. And uh, I guess Counter Earth is that the one from? Is that where the heroes were born? Earth was, or is that a different Earth? Is that no. the one that was behind what? the sun? It is behind the sun. It's yeah. Behind the sun, yeah. But I can't remember. I think the heroes were born. Earth was just like. The Marvel. Well, just it was like mistake. the Marvel no, universe. It, no, it's still around. <laughs> oh, is it? Oh, no. yeah. Captain America with his big old rack is well, still the, uh, <laughs> the bad guy. The bad guys in the in the last Fantastic Four storyline are some of them are the heroes reborn versions of <laughs> the superheroes. No, boy. Um, wow. But yeah. Anyway, so I I think Counter Earth. I don't know what it, I don't remember where it's from, but um yeah they're there and. Uh, this new team is pretty fun. Brother Voodoo um, was kind of cracking me up. A favorite of Rick Remender. Yeah. Because he was the guy that turned Brother Voodoo into the new Doctor Strange and then also gave Brother Voodoo his own miniseries. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, it was supposed to be an ongoing, but yeah. it didn't sell well, Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I think that was Mateo Scalera, too. Oh, yeah, it was. was yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Black Science. Yeah, yeah. But uh, how did, he, like, really super played up his, like, voodoo-ness or whatever in this comic. He's like, we'll be blown to the... Neither realms of Hogan and like stuff like you know all using all this weird <laughs> mumbo jumbo talk. Doctor Strange talk. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was very fun. Um, yeah, I mean, there's that not a super huge amount of things happen. Um, Sabretooth is is in this and it's kind of funny. He's he was actually the kind of the best thing in this. He was really funny, like as uh, 
kind of still being sort of murderous. He's still but, got his terrible personality, but, like but good not guy. quite as evil. Um, Do you think this is a good place to jump in if you haven't been? Like, can you jump yeah. in with this number one and I read think it? So. They explain things. Like, I wasn't reading Uncanny Avengers before. I, yeah. yeah, before you, Access. I mean, and, yeah, there's nothing like particularly confusing going on. It's it's like Marvel confusing. There are a lot of characters right, yeah. with a lot of backstory yeah. from a lot of series, but they did easy. a pretty good yeah. explanation yeah. of it. Yeah, cool. Well, uh, that is our last book of the week. It says on here we're going to talk about TV stuff and talk about Agent Carter, but I've only seen the first episode, so we will nope. talk about that next week when I've watched all well, just, of them. Well, just that it's great. It's oh, yeah. great. Agent yeah. Carter is great. But we'll talk about it and spoil everything next time. Okay. There you <laughs> go. So catch up, everybody. Yeah. Uh, cool. Well, that is it for this episode of the Big Planet Podcast. Yeah. Comics Podcast. <laughs> Sorry, I'm tired. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, we'll see you guys next time. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.